the Tulsa Music Stream. And now, your hosts, Scott and Jenna Squires. You want the dirt on Tulsa. You got it. Here we are. We've got the priest shirts on and everything. <laughs> There's my guy. How you doing this morning? I didn't put on this I'm t-shirt doing... for nothing. <laughs> I've got management calling me up. Where late? You're late. You're late. He's called. How do how do I uh, end this? And uh, he can uh, anyway. It's all good. Now I will tell you this: we can hear you, but your your screen is frozen up. Can you hear us? Okay. Fantastically, yeah. Okay, cool deal. Well, hey, thanks for jumping on on an early Monday morning. We appreciate you being here. Richie Faulkner, uh, everyone is waiting for you in the room. They're anxiously awaiting. We have much to talk about with you, including Elegant Weapons, the recent release of your Custom V, which we're super excited about. But I first want to get some comments and thoughts from you. Let me put this up on the screen. Uh, can you? I don't. I hope you can see this on your end. You guys just got added to the Power Trip Festival. You're taking Ozzy Osbourne's spot on Saturday night, October 7th. Uh, tell me about getting that call and and what being part of a festival like this means to you guys. I mean, just looking at that bill, just looking at the names up there, that's legendary. I mean, obviously with Ozzy up there as well, it's legendary, you know, but Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden, ACDC, Metallica, Tool, Judas Priest. I mean, that's... That's one for the ages, isn't it? That's just like, yeah. that's just so good to be a part of. When um, when we got the call from management and they told us about the Aussie situation, obviously we're concerned about Aussie's health and stuff, but we're we're happy to to take that flag and yes. and be there and you know hold up the uh, the name of heavy metal, you know, and be there as Judas Priest and fly the flag, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just such a great festival and great roster of names there it's definitely one for the ages we can't wait to do it it's almost like you guys feel do you feel like you, you you guys have you know got your flowers you know it's like you guys deserve this you guys have mm -hmm. done all the hard work and, and and so you here's your flowers you get to be <laughs> part of this huge thing and, and deservingly so absolutely yeah, you guys are second choice. We, <laughs> we'll, call, we'll call you after the fact. No, 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 I'm only joking. But again, it's, it's just an honour to be part of it. We're honoured to be. We're honoured to be at the end of the phone. Um, you know, when they need us, uh, we'll be there, and uh, it's yeah. going to be a, a rocking few days of metal and hard rock. Absolutely. Let me put it up one more time. Everybody needs to go to this. When again are you going to have a chance to see? this caliber of bands all at the same festival get your tickets at powertrip.live uh, what an amazing time that's going to be let's get into elegant weapons richie this this is such a great band and and you guys' release horns for a halo is so good the first thing i want to ask you about this is when i listen to elegant weapons it reminds me of taking all of the best elements of hard rock and metal putting them in a blender and spinning it around and then the end product is this wonderful sound that you guys have created in your own words how do you describe elegant weapons sound i mean i think you just did i think that should have been the album cover to be honest with you <laughs> a big blender that that would have been amazing i think i've got to do a poster with that image going on that you you, you hit the nail on the head really i mean it was really important for me to to 
incorporate all the influences that make up me as a guitar player and a songwriter. I mean, I think it would have been disingenuous to do anything else. You know, this is who I am. We are as a band. This is where we come from. Right. Uh, and be unashamedly, you know, proud of those influences while being a record that's relevant in 2023. I think that's what this record is. Yeah. Um, I think everyone tries to do that. You know, not everyone, but people try to do that. But, uh, you know, for some reason, it seems to be um, hitting the right notes with people. We just we just kind of do what we felt was right, if that makes sense, uh, with the influences that we grew up on and where we are now. That's I love the Blender image. I've got to yeah. put that in the memory bank for later on. There you I'll have go. to give you a commission. I have to give you a, a percentage. <laughs> Well, Ronnie, Ronnie certainly sounds amazing on it. You yes. know, I we seen him, uh, saw him when he was with uh, Michael Shanker, and he, he was on the Wasp tour, and he just sounded amazing. That was the first time I got to see him live. So that was an, an amazing choice of, of a vocalist for you, yes. and, and the fact that Andy uh, also produced this album. Uh, you know, that's some you know familiar territory for you. You know, a producer for Priest. What was it like uh, producing some uh, this elegant uh, weapons album with him? What was that like? Well, and- me and Andy, we communicate either via text or FaceTime or calls every day. Like, if not every day, every other day. We're like, there you go. There's a picture of us both there. We're like a married couple sometimes. You see the the elegant weapons record, the priest record, guitars, amplifiers, effects pedals sonic you know whatever it is we're always communicating so uh me and andy are really close like that so it was imperative really to have him as a producer on that level Mm -hmm. and also you know those those influences that we were just talking about andy grew up on the same music that we did in that regard but he's also a producer that's making records in 2023 so it's a no-brainer he's perfect he's going to bring those influences out while not making it sound like a retro record. It's going to sound like a modern record while containing the influences that are important to us. And you mentioned Ronnie. Ronnie's the same. When we spoke about Ronnie, Ronnie's voice is the same. You can hear that pedigree. You can hear that lineage. You can hear those influences. But he's a modern-day singer. And, you know, all those elements are the same. The band, my influences, Andy's, Ronnie's, and everyone else in the band, really. You can hear the lineage and the influences, but we're all modern little well you know quote unquote modern uh artists trying to make modern music with those influences shining through so everyone was a no-brainer to me and i'm fortunate enough to have them uh with me uh in the team right now you had scott travis on drums on on the recording of the album i believe and and also rex brown from from pantera explain to me what you know what prescribe uh, that to, for you guys to bring those two guys in and then and then bring in to, uh, some other guys to actually do the touring well during uh, i mean this this was really put together during the lockdowns of the pandemic you know remember when there was no touring going on whatsoever no one was out on the road um so the priority really was to record the record because we didn't know if we were going to take it out on the road we didn't know if anyone was going to be out on the road again you know um so i've always promised scott travis that if i ever did anything outside of judas priest that i'd give him the first call and again fortunately he was available to to do the record Mm -hmm. and rex as well i called up rex a friend of mine 
Uh, and it just it just so happens these guys are legends. You yes. know what I mean? They've been around for the last 30 years making crushing, influential music. And I'm just lucky enough to have them at the end of a phone line to ask if they can join me and Ronnie on the record. Um, luckily, they said yes, and they put their sounds down on the record, and I couldn't be more grateful, you know. Right. Moving forward, the world opens up, fortunately, and everyone's back out on tour. Rex, go, Rex goes back out with Pantera. They're dominating the world at the moment, which is fantastic. Scott's doing a couple of other things. So I had to look to another couple of guys that I know to to take the band forward. And um, a good friend of mine, Christopher Williams from Accept, Davey Rimmer from Uriah Heap. I've known Davey for 25 years. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you get the best people you can for the job. And uh, they're fantastic guys, great musicians. And they've got that element as well. They come from legacy bands. They've got that influence. But they, you know, we may be moving forward, carrying the torch from those legacy bands. Um, when Priest or Uriah Heep or whoever it might be aren't around anymore, we can take that DNA forward to the next generation. And uh, so, yeah, they were, luckily enough, they were, they were on board with me and now we're moving forward in, in the future. That leads to my next question. As you were assembling Elegant Weapons, did you have the thought in the back of your mind of, you know, reality is what it is, and, and and Judas Priest, you know, it probably won't be around as for as long as you would like to be out there playing. Did you have in the back of your mind of th- this is my future, and I'm going to build this upon that thought? Yeah, I think so. I think I've always, whatever band I've done in the past, has always had that element. Really, whether it's transpired to to live out that. Um, wish uh, or not is another thing you know but i think i always get get into a band and thinking this is going to be um you know my my career so to speak right. um uh, when i joined priest it was in 2011 and it was on the the, the epitaph tour it was on the farewell tour so um i started thinking about things then because it was very real that the band were, were going to retire then um Fortunately, that's not the case. We're still around 12 years later, putting out new music, still touring the world, and the world's a better place for it. But at least thinking about what I could be doing after the fact was a, was a yeah. priority. Um, and, you know, in, in personally, in my life, there's been a couple of things that have happened where it makes you think, you know, you know, nothing lasts forever. Right. Um, yeah. So you, you better think about what you're going to do in this case after the fact should i ever get that call you know priest call it a day maybe what am i going to do after and this ticks all the boxes for me this is who i am as a guitar player and a songwriter that i could uh, see it through after the fact certainly will there ever do you think there will be uh, some plans in the near future for uh, some uh, some you know there's so many farewell tours or so many bands you know the sabbath kiss so many bands are doing these farewell tours is that something you see in the foreseen uh, future for Judas Priest, I don't. I don't think. I mean, obviously, at some point there will be a final tour by design. You know, no one can go on forever. But right. I don't think it will be billed as the the final tour. I think. I mean, they've already done that one. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so I, I, no, I don't think it will, it will have that um, uh, experience. But um, you know, we'll, we'll see what the future holds. Obviously, uh, they've been around for over fifty years. They've put out some fantastic music, and the, the music will live on long after we're all gone. So uh, certainly, you know, they're legends. So um, yeah. whenever they decide to retire, Priest will live on forever. 
Well, elegant weapons. You know, you just finished your uh, European tour, and um, you, I guess you did the festival, the Return of the Gods festival, um, which probably had to be amazing for you. Um, you know, with Judas Priest, you guys, you went as a four piece. You know, Andy, you toured with Andy, and then you went as a four piece, and then you brought him back. Are things comfortable with you guys now back as a five piece? Yeah, we never actually. Uh the um we never actually went out as a, a four piece in the end the internet told us what they wanted <laughs> right <laughs> or right what they didn't want more appropriately <laughs> right. you, know, um, you know again luckily the internet can be uh, a harsh mistress sometimes yes. but uh I, I, priests are such a beloved entity that you know people care about the band this is what they want from a band like priest they care they're passionate and they let us know and boy did they let us know so we reversed that decision we listened and uh we went out we, we give we gave andy a call and uh explained things and we went out on the 50th anniversary tour with andy sneep and uh andy sneep's still there so uh all's well that ends well that's, well, that's great great hey let's uh let's move on and talk about the custom v because a lot of musicians watch our show and I know they want us to get into a little bit of gear talk with you. So let me, let me put this up. Uh, absolutely beautiful custom guitar put out by Gibson, your flying V the Pelham blue. It is beautiful. And the, the really exciting news for you is that the first batch sold out in less than 24 hours. Now inquiring minds want to know is another, uh, batch of, of product planning. Are you guys planning to release more? Yeah, there's a, there's a hundred. Uh, they're limited to a hundred pieces, and the first batch sold out, as you said, in the first day, which is <laughs> incredible. Yes. Um, but yeah, they 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 have released. That was the first batch, and they've released uh, the rest of the hundred. Um, so there are they are they are available uh, through different outlets, through Gibson, through through different uh, outlets. Or, you know, if you look online. Or look on your uh, local guitar dealer. Hopefully, they've got one. But they are out there. It's just the first batch that sold out, mm. and then they restocked uh, with the rest of the hundred. So don't worry. There's still some out there. Okay. But um, I hasten to add, there's. I'm, I'm looking at one of the prototypes now. I mean, it is a beautiful thing. Seeing that photo there, that blue V, is yeah. like it's my friend there. You know what I mean? That's my buddy. I, I miss <laughs> him. Um, uh, but I will say, for each sale of the guitar my portion of the proceeds go towards two uh charities that are close to my heart no pun intended it's the john ritter foundation for oh. aortic health which is obviously you know specific to what happened to me yes. and also the american heart association which is more broad in terms of heart uh health and heart uh care awareness so it's obviously it was a case of it was a chance for me to give back and raise awareness through mm. a, you know a guitar that's a magical thing for me if someone yeah. can get a guitar that's connected with me and support those charities and raise awareness could hopefully save lives in the future was a, a magical thing so i just wanted to point that out that is so great i mean that that is such a wonderful thing and this leads us perfectly i know you have recounted the event a lot but for the benefit of, of our viewers and listeners who maybe haven't had a chance to hear your story take us back to that night september 26 2021 when you're on stage what memories do you have as this starts happening to you? Do you remember thinking in your mind, wow, something is very wrong here? Yeah, I did. I, I, I was confused, really. There was some something that 
something happened and I wasn't sure what it was, as you can imagine. Uh, something in that area of the body um, is quite, a, there's not a lot, I mean, there's not a lot it could be there that, you know, I thought it was a heart attack, to be honest with you, um, when it when it first exploded. Mm. Um, things started getting a bit hazy. Oh. Uh, I started feeling a bit faint. I got very weak. Uh, but I didn't know, you know, so you don't know these things. So I carried on playing, um, finished the set. Uh, because what you do know at the time is that there's 30,000 people out there. They're all there to see the band. They're yeah. all, that's what you're there to do. That's what I know. So I'm going to do that. Everything else really is secondary and it nearly killed me. But mm, luckily that was the last song of the set and I was able to come off stage and there were medics there. The medics took me to the hospital, which luckily was three miles away. I mean, it was one of those Man. things where things aligned. Uh, and I went in for an 11-hour life-saving life saving surgery uh, and they saved my life that night. So you mm. go from, you know, rocking painkiller uh, and then literally two minutes, three minutes later, you're in the hospital On getting opened up for open-heart surgery and wow. uh, they're saving your life. It was uh, one of one of those things that no one could have predicted and uh, luckily I'm talking to you about it today no yeah. kidding and, and we love you and you yes. know we, we had a chance to see you uh, in Tulsa on the firepower tour and you did an amazing job. So yes. I know how much all that energy that you put out on the stage for the, for the fans. And, and so we're, we are, we're all blessed and lucky to have you still alive with us so Definitely. we can uh, enjoy your music and, you know, Thanks, to guys. go with your health as well. You know, Glenn, Glenn has uh, been dealing with some health issues as well. Um, how, how is he feeling and, and um, how, how's the recording of the album? Is, is he doing okay with, with all that? He seems to be doing okay, you know, under the circumstances, as you can imagine. Uh, I spoke to Glenn via email actually this morning. We were talking about the, the, the running order for the track listing of the album, you know. Um, so that's where that's where the album's at. So it's it's been recorded. It's pretty much mixed now. And we're just trying to decide what order the the tracks should go. It's, it's, a, it's a really important thing. You know, if you put the tracks in the wrong order, Yes, it's like a movie. If you, right. if you edit the movie in the wrong order, it loses its potency. So sure. it's got to be it's got to be right. So that's that's the stage we're at. Okay. So it's pretty close. Then we've got to obviously manufacture the thing. The record label's got to manufacture the packaging and the artwork and the vinyl and get it out there. So that takes a little bit of time. But as far as the creative and the recording and everything like that, it's pretty much almost finished. Shall we say? Do you have a working title for it yet, or? We do, yeah, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Oh, <laughs> come on! What, what's what's the uh, what's the re tentative release date? Maybe you don't have a specific date, but kind of a, a window. Well, I don't think we have a, a specific one, but I mean, we we could work out between the three of us. I, I think if we handed it into the record label today, right? I think vinyl takes six months at least to mm. actually make. You know, there's a backlog of vinyl, uh, so we can work out what you know what the earliest is going to be put it that way so okay. i think it's you know it'll probably be early 24 i would say i won't get fired for that but uh, i think that's a safe <laughs> estimation to say it's going to be early 24. that's you know richie what's great. what's amazing about you is is you know you when you join this band you know from a friend that uh, reached out to these guys and, and then they, they got in touch with you and then you were on stage with american idol and then you know 
you're 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 like part of the 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 writing team with these guys. I mean, your your contributions to Judas Priest with your writing skills, you get the credits now, and and that's just. You know, a lot of guys that join these type of bands, you know, they don't have the right, you know, get the have the writing, you know, credits like you do. Um, what what is what does your writing bring to these guys? For you know, the firepower was amazing, but yeah. do you have a lot of writing uh, credits with these guys? Do you do you do a lot of writing with them? Well, first of all, that's a testament, I think, to them and their attitude towards the new guy in the band and the band as a whole. You know, I think they they always said to me initially they didn't want a hired gun they wanted someone in the band with their own ideas and right. their own opinions and this is a testament to that you know they've always been like that um i've always got tons of ideas good and bad and you have to sift through the bad to get through the good and that's that's well the quote-unquote good uh that's that's always the way you know uh they've just been gracious enough to give me the opportunity to have that outlet with them and learn from them in the studio with the two records and the, the third one now, um, you know, what do they do? How do they write? How do they create? How do we write together? It's an education every time you go in there. Mm -hmm. So hopefully your writing gets better every time or there's a new experience you want to explore with your writing next time. Uh, they've always been proponents of, you know, they want the next record to be different from the last one. They've never repeated the same record, I don't think. So uh, that's an interesting thing going in as a writer how can we do things differently, but the yeah. same heart, you know? Uh, fundamentally, it's the same band. It sounds like Priest, but how do we do another branch of the tree? You know, that's a challenge and uh, one that you can only rise to. And thanks to them for giving me that op uh, opportunity. Right, yeah. right. St kind of staying in the recording vein, I want to talk a briefly about your, your guitar tone itself. I don't think there's a better heavy metal guitar tone out there i i, oh, thank I you. absolutely i think it's absolutely perfect um when it comes to recording and getting that perfect tone on the album i don't know how much andy has to do with that i, I obviously you have a lot to do with it but when you guys go in and record and you're you're looking to achieve that perfect tone that you seem to get is the process of the recording um do you got obviously you probably layer many tracks but how do you guys go about achieving such an incredible tone well for me there's there's usually two parts to it the the tone that i record with is something that inspires me in the in the room in the studio i'll fire up something that i like to hear that i like to feel that sounds familiar to me, that enables me to play the way that I want to play. Right. Uh, and we, I record two two inputs. So I record the, the amplifier and I record a, a direct input. So I can send both of those to Andy and he gets the, the amplifier that I recorded and he gets a clean sound so he can put it through amplifiers at his end. Gotcha. So, so there's two there's two uh, there's two parts to it. Um, sometimes he will use the, the the amplifier sound that I used, and a lot of the times he will set up a bank of um, amplifiers at his studio, and he'll he'll A B them and try different amplifiers and combinations that work for him in the context of the band. Because um, obviously when I'm doing it, all I all I listen to is guitar. I'm, you know, I've got these massive guitars and maybe the drums and everything is down here where he's listening to it in a context of a full band spectrum. So he needs mm -hmm. something to cut through, right. something to sit where it needs to sit. 
So uh, that's a long-winded answer there, but that's the way it usually happens. But he comes from the same school of amplifiers as I do, like the Marshall JCM 800, or you know, there's a you know the PV 5150, the classic amplifiers mm -hmm. that have been around for the last you know best part of 50 years, right. um, and priests have been using since the 70s. So uh, it kind of it all stems from that, really, both on my end and his end. Yeah, so cool. You, um, you guys were recently inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Finally, yes. you guys were there. Um, you played live and you got to play with KK. What was that like for you? I mean, you guys looked great together, rocking out. But what, was that a just an amazing feeling to be up on stage with, you know, those guys? It was. I mean, just seeing the, those pictures there now, like it brings it all back. I haven't seen them for a while. Hmm. We did look good. Look at those flying Vs and the leather yeah. and the hair. <laughs> That's some cool stuff right there. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I didn't get inducted. Um, I'm not eligible yet. But, I mean, they Priest were adamant that I was part of the band representing Judas Priest in 2023. Absolutely. Uh, again, go back to that 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 mindset that they had right at the beginning they wanted someone who's part of the band and, you know i loved them for that um but to be up there priests have always been a two guitar attack and for one night only it was a three guitar attack and i was part of it so i was like a, a you know a bull i don't know what i don't know what to say with that cursing but i was really happy to be there let's say um so just being up there with ken and glenn together playing those classic tunes as part of a legacy act when they got inducted to the Hall of Fame was just incredible and a huge mm -hmm. honor to be there. You know, you're mentioning how wild the internet can be, you know, with with their opinions and everything. And and it was already, you know, pretty wild about KK rejoining uh, Priest and everything, you know, with Glenn's health and everything. And there was mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, stuff going back and forth with everything. With, with the performance at rock and roll hall of fame did that increase the 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 rumors and everything and the you know internet yeah i think it did i think it was bound to i think everyone was hopeful uh you know myself included really yeah. that there was a chance that you know those guys getting back together like that for the first time in 12 years playing together playing live uh with the significance of the Rock Hall of Fame, was there going to be a chance? Is there some sort of reconciliation? Obviously, the internet takes you know takes a little spark like that and, and makes a makes a fire with it. Of course, that's what the internet does. Um, unfortunately, it seems it wasn't to be. But uh, again, just having that opportunity to see the band together like that also with les binks as well you know not forgetting les binks on drums he was right. responsible yeah. for some of those fantastic uh drum tracks uh, in the 70s Absolutely. Uh, but seeing the band all together like that was just a, a fantastic thing even if it was for just one night us the fans we we got to experience that and uh you know, I'm, I'm grateful for it. That's so cool. Certainly. That's so cool. Now you're talking about uh, the release of the new album. Are there plans for a tour? And, you know, you guys always throw out your surprises, especially on the firepower tour. And you had a uh, saints in hell and you brought that song mm -hmm. out. Are there any surprises for this? Maybe an upcoming tour for any, any cool new songs you're going to put out? There usually is, as you said, you're right. You know, we're always looking at new ways of presenting a new experience like like on the records really uh how can we do it differently how can we do 
how can we make a different experience than the last time? Different songs, different set lists. Um, obviously, uh, we might have a new record by then, so we'll have to incorporate uh, some new tracks from that. Right. Um, and then we can sift through the 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 tapestry that is priests musical career and maybe pull out some songs we haven't played for a long time we always do that you know we always right. we haven't played this for a while uh we haven't played this at all like saints in hell as you uh, mentioned um uh, and see what we can do to make it an exciting time so there's usually some surprises um we just gotta wait and see what those surprises will be Sure. Hey, we're going to start wrapping it up with you. We're so appreciative of your time this morning. I do want to ask you, uh, for those who don't know, you are actually married to George Lynch's daughter, Mariah. Am I saying her name right? Mariah? Is that correct? Mariah, yes. So how did you, how did you two meet? Because, uh, wow, you, I mean, one guitar legend marries into another guitar legend's family. How, <laughs> how did this union occur? It was all planned, you know. I'm a big George <laughs> Lynch fan, and I, I used his daughter to get to him. No, there you go. I was, I was actually, I was actually, I've told him this as well. I, I was actually not a, I wasn't really exposed a lot to the Doc and the Lynch Mob sort of stuff. It wasn't really my bag, really. <laughs> you oh. know, I mean, George Radar, because of obviously his guitar playing. I mean, it's undeniable, but I wasn't really into the music. Right. Um, but I met Mariah at a gig. Uh, priest gig um, I had uh, mirror aviators on at night and she thought I was a total wally um, but uh, a few years later we kind of we got it together and um, she, you know I, I took the aviators off and maybe uh, that that was what did it but uh, no we've um, obviously with George when George comes around we always talk about guitars and our influences and he's a big priest fan as well you know, right. so he loves. I mean, I think at one stage he even he even like had the the blonde flex in his hair like Glenn had. You know, right, um, right. Um, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but he'd probably say it was. Imagine being but, uh, a fly on a wall like during a Christmas dinner. You know, oh, with you guys. Man. You know, he, yeah. he he might be oh, text. It, Go ahead. You you get totally bored. It's just like <laughs> total guitar nerdery. You know? Oh, we love uh, that, man. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's brilliant fun you know what inspires us and gadgets and pedals and amplifier circuits and yeah. different tubes it's like it gets it gets nut wiring circuits for different guitars from different years it gets gets nutty oh, uh, we, for this show anyway. but uh, he's a great guy and a really unorthodox player a bit like glenn in the sense that you can tell it's him he's yes. one of those guys it was like via satriani van halen lynch you know like mm -hmm. he was one of the you know there's a few more obviously yeah. but he was one that had his own style uh, and still does and when he plays you can even see that it's his hands you can hear yes. and see that it's george lynch he's very uh recognizable in sound you know so that's a, a incredible thing to have certainly he, he probably sends his daughter text messages to critique richie's playing oh let's hope tell him to happen. work on his scales no no, oh, no doubt. <laughs> i don't think that <laughs> no happens at all and you're the proud father of a, of a toddler. How how is uh, how's your daughter doing? She's doing very well. She just had a third birthday party, so it was the usual uh, princess extravaganza <laughs> in ninety degree heat, which she loves. You know, she had a dress and a crown, and she had Princess uh, Elsa and Belle come and say hello, and it sure. was it was a 
it was an extravaganza. So uh, she loves it. That's but, um, that's what you do. Well. Thanks for asking. That's what you do as as a father. Well, you... we we certainly want to congratulate you uh, <laughs> yes. with joining the power or the daughter, of course, and and joining the 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 power trip festival. I think that's going to be amazing for all metal fans. Um, what's your most challenging Judas Priest uh, song to play live? That's a great question. Um, I'll tell you what it is. It's not one of the fast ones. It's not an overly technical one or a fast song, anything like that. It's beyond the realms of death, and I'll tell you why. Uh. That guitar solo has to be note for note, perfect every night. Uh. And it's right out there in front. There's nothing else happening. It's a big... Glenn Tipton solo, it means a lot. It has to be a certain way. And if you put one note wrong, the whole arena knows it. <laughs> right. No you pressure. Know? No pressure. It's the most pressure. And I'll tell you what, I, I've never been like this before. But you know, like a tennis player, they let the pressure get to them. Or uh, what the last set we did, I think it was the fifth song in the set. And up to that song, I was worried about it every single song until we played it and then the rest of the gig was a breeze you know it's the only song that's affected me like that ever since being in priest and it's such a big song it Mm. means a lot to me because it's one of glenn's you know masterpieces so it means a lot from that perspective as well uh and every time i finish that solo correctly or almost correctly i breathe the sigh of relief (laughs) every night (laughs) so the painkillers of the the painkiller is a lot more uh forgiving you know for some reason i find it easier to play that stuff like one shot at glory or electric eye fine the yeah. ballad that was the one that got to me every night that did yeah i i get wow. you i get you well listen we're gonna let you go we just want to remind everybody one more time you guys go out and pick up the elegant weapons album horns for a halo i read that the guys are already working on material for a second album so you guys be watching for that as well one more time get your tickets to power trip go to powertrip.live and pick those up this is going to be such a rare and special uh, festival and everyone needs to go there and by all means richie will be watching for that new priest release hopefully in early 2024 we just want to thank you again for coming on with Tulsa Music Stream. Thank you so much for your time. Best wishes in the future. Stay well, stay healthy, and thanks for being such a gentleman to us. Yeah, we love you, man. Thanks, guys. Hopefully see you guys in Tulsa very soon. We always come back through Tulsa, and uh, hopefully see you soon. Enjoy Power Trip. It's a monumental lineup. And, uh, yeah, again, hopefully see you with Weapons or with Priest very soon. Absolutely. And your next show for Elegant Weapons, that's uh, July 30th. Uh, was it in the United Kingdom or something? So. It is. We're, we're, we're playing Wales in the United Kingdom, uh, the Stillhouse Festival. Fantastic. It's at the top of a mountain, apparently. It should, it should be quite nice. Wow. We'll enjoy that yeah. show. You be safe out there. Thanks again. Have a great day, Richie. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Take, take, right. take care. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. So cool. Wow. Thanks for, uh, I mean, it was worth the wait. Yeah. Well, Woo. he was in the middle of another interview. Oh, is that what and, was and up? So okay. you know, he uh, they could he couldn't get in touch with them, but he okay. he was like, "How do I get out of it?" He was you know, so it was what he was saying is, "How do I get out of this?" <laughs> I got another interview to oh, do. So yeah. they get kind of uh, you know tied up at times. They and, do. And but you know, it his first 
his first show with Judas Priest was American Idol, and they, you know, they did um, that was with James Durbin, um, and they got up and did um, Living After Midnight and Breaking the Law, mm-hmm. and you know, from then on, he just became a a staple in Judas Priest. I mean, he's one of the you know main guys in the band now, which is cool. You know, and the, Rob Halford said that he felt that Richie. Saved, saved, priest. saved, Jews priest, and and I think that's a that's a cool, a cool thing to have a legendary singer <laughs> say yeah. about you. you yeah, know? I wanted to bring that up, but I but I mean I'm sure plenty of people have reminded him of those comments. But yeah, when you're when you're described by a guy like Rob Halford as saving his band, I mean that's probably a comment you take to your take to your grave with you with great appreciation for that kind of acknowledgement. And I, I did want to ask him about the elegant weapons. Um, he, he has a, a songwriting team that are two, two other guys who aren't in the band. So when I looked on Spotify, oh. it showed like there was uh, two other guys, um, that he writes with. Um, so that's cool. Very cool. I guess it's, it's a Jay Darren and a Tommy McWilliams. Really? And, and him. They write the songs. I, I wanted to, I also wanted to ask him because I was a little surprised to read. I don't know why I'd say I was surprised. I mean, there's a lot of people that list Hendrix as their inspiration, but I guess Hendrix is, is why he picked up the guitar in the first place. Yeah. I don't know what I was expecting, but I was just kind of surprised to read that. But that's super cool. He started playing at like seven or eight. And I don't know if you knew this, but Steve Harris produced uh, one of his early band called Deeds album in 2002. Yeah. Didn't get to get into that, but maybe maybe there'll be a next time. Another nice guy in heavy metal. I mean, fantastic interview. Thanks for waiting uh, uh, waiting for us or yeah, with us um, yeah. for him to get on. That was um, yeah. a little stressful, but that's what happens <laughs> when you go live and, yep. and if they're behind the schedule, you, you know, you got to kind of wait on wait that out but thank you guys so much that was cool i just want to say thanks again to the people who were able to tune in live we've got uh rick mellon here doug weber uh jay hawkso i don't know angie parker psych uh oh see i don't see that so that that's that's yeah okay angel win great interview thank you hon we we tried that was uh that was awesome ricky watson great job guys thank you Jesse Molay, that's quite a compliment to get from anyone, let alone Halford. Wow, I agree with that. Uh, Jack Stovall, great interview. Thank you, Jack. Thanks, guys, so much for tuning in. Again, catch the replay. Uh, if you weren't able to catch this whole thing live, maybe you're just coming in now. Just uh, watch the replay. It'll be ready here in just a minute. Scott Seaman, good stuff. Thank you, my friend. Let's give a quick shout-out to our sponsors, uh, shipmentphotos.com. Man, you guys want some killer uh, business shots or band shots. These are your people, shipmentphotos.com. Your branding done right. You can see some work they've done for us, not just for the stream here, but for our band as well. They've photographed many other bands out there. Their work is top-notch. Go to shipmentphotos.com for your photography needs. Shout out to Doug Burgess. We're going to talk a little bit more about him in just a minute. DEBconcerts.com. Rocklahoma is right around the corner, you guys, and he's got his stage out there that's going to be rocking the DNB processing stage at the Roadhouse. Uh, make sure you go check that out at Rocklahoma. Psychomo Filmworks, he's working on a new intro for the show. We appreciate Psych. If you need video uh, for your band or anything else, email psychomo at gmail.com. He'll hook you up. Shout out to Todd Cook at Identity Merch. If you guys want a Tulsa Music Stream shirt or a hoodie or a tank, you can go to our Facebook page, click the link at the top of the page, 
it'll take you to the store where you can pick up some threads, support the TMS logo around town. Dustin Little, if you have IT needs, Okie PC is, is your place to go. Contact 918-640-0892 and he will take care of your IT needs. One more time, this Thursday, we got a big one coming up courtesy DEB Concerts. Don Dawkin of Dawkin will be on with us at 7 p.m. Central. We have a lot to talk about with him. It's going to be amazing. I have to go back to my day job now. Yeah, yeah. You are off for the rest of the day, yeah. lucky dog. I'm going to do some power washing, though, maybe. Power so. trip washing? Yeah. Say. But thank you, guys. That was an amazing interview. It's always uh, great to talk to these uh, superstars yep. and um, you know, kind of pick their brain about guitars and tones and 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 i was hoping to get a a title for the new album that would have been a news a news breaker right there he shot you down but we do appreciate you thank you dustin little don dockin yeah that is going to be cool and uh larry larry fort says great interview thanks larry uh scott seaman says good stuff jack stovall says great interview thank you okay we're all good (laughs) You're fine. There's a lot to keep track of. Yeah, there is. All right, guys, have a great uh, first half of the week. We'll see you on on Thursday for the second half of the week for our Don Dawkins interview at 7 p.m. Central. Thanks for watching Tulsa Music Stream. We will catch you later this week. Have a great day. Thank you.